Don't pay retail for your diamond engagement ring or gift. Come to CleanOrigin.com. Founded by a leading family in the diamond industry for more than a century, we're experts in lab-grown diamonds because that's all we do. Clean Origin, the only diamond jewelers who give you a 100-day, no-questions-asked return on your purchase. Head to CleanOrigin.com or one of our retail stores and mention code RADIO10 for 10% off your purchase. That's CleanOrigin.com, code RADIO10. Why choose a Sleep Number Smart Bed? Can I make my side softer? Can I make my side firmer? Whenever I want? Can, Can we, we sleep, sleep cooler? Sleep Number does that. Cools up to eight times faster and lets you choose your ideal comfort on either side. 94% of Sleep Number smart sleepers report better sleep. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. To find a store near you, visit sleepnumber.com. On this episode of Storm Stories, a major snowstorm leads to a deadly avalanche. We had a major avalanche, and we might have three to four people missing. We're talking 12 million pounds of snow. I was being pummeled so hard. Oh my God, this is how I'm going to die. And a mile-wide tornado decimates a small Kentucky mountain town. It was almost like it was a great big Lion King roar coming at you. You'd hear pop, 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 and then you would hear metal twisting and turning. And I was praying, please spare our lives. God, I'm not ready to die. skiing to step into a run of absolute fresh powder just felt so wonderful and that's when everything changed it all happened so incredibly fast I saw this plume of smoke coming couldn't breathe. All I saw was white, muffled darkness. Saturday, February 18th, 2012. Stevens Pass Mountain Resort in the Cascades, about 60 miles east of Seattle, Washington. Fluffy snow has been falling nonstop much to the delight of everyone at the resort. At the time, Ann Hesburgh is a volunteer at Stevens Pass, helping run events on the mountain. Over the course of about 48 hours, Stevens got over 30 inches of snow. And not only that, this snow was special because it was incredibly light and fluffy. We don't see a lot of that fluffy snow like Colorado. The snow that usually falls is hard and dense. It's nicknamed Cascade Concrete. Most skiers and snowboarders are always on the hunt for fresh powder. I am one of those people. Elise Sogstad is a high-profile professional skier, champion of the Freeride World Tour, which crowns the best big mountain and extreme terrain skiers in the world. 
she's at Stevens Pass this weekend for a promotional event. The experience of fresh powder is, well, it's kind of addicting. Skiing powder is almost like floating on a cloud or flying. It is really soft and it can blow up in your face and you leave a smoke trail of snow behind you. It is one of the best feelings in the world. In charge of the weekend activities, the charismatic 30-year-old marketing director of Stevens Pass, Chris Rudolph. Chris is this energetic person with an incredible outgoing personality. Absolutely loved his job. Over the past seven years, Chris has helped turn the resort into a hip destination. He also finds a serious girlfriend. Chris and I met working at Stevens Pass. We realized that there probably was a little bit of spark there. We'd bought a house, we had a dog. As night falls, that powdery snow blankets the mountain. The expert skiers there begin to discuss how to best take advantage of it in the morning. There were incredible professional skiers along the mountain. They all knew Chris and knew that he would know where to go to get the best powder. Chris tells everyone that place is Tunnel Creek. Tunnel Creek is a big open meadow surrounded by tall trees, and you just feel like you're skiing in this perfect area. And the best part, the ski run is backcountry or off resort. You have completely perfect untracked snow that you get to ski. You get your own fresh lines. So he was coordinating this group effort to go ski Tunnel Creek. On Sunday morning, the group meets up to head to Tunnel Creek together. By then, Mark Moore, who was director of the Northwest Avalanche Center, has sent out his daily report for the area. I issued a considerable to high avalanche danger depending on elevation. And that meant that human-triggered avalanches are either likely or very likely. It's not just the 30 inches of new snow that has Mark worried, but also what's underneath it, a fragile layer of the snowpack called surface hoar. Surface hoar is the ice equivalent of dew. Vapor deposits directly as ice on the surface of the snow. Once that surface hoar gets buried, it's going to be trouble. Surface hoar crystals, they're very easily fractured horizontally on a slope. If the crystals give way, they can provide an icy flume for the snow above, which can trigger an avalanche like these. Millions of pounds of snow roaring down a slope, taking out anything in its path. At Stevens Pass, the group feels confident despite the avalanche report. As a professional skier, I find myself skiing in considerable danger ratings quite often because considerable usually comes with fresh snow. I felt I have quite a bit of experience to know how to navigate an avalanche terrain in a safe way. But Elise is still aware of the dangers. Today, she's wearing a fairly new airbag device like this one, which inflates two large wings on the skier and floats them to the surface in the event of an avalanche, as seen here.
the top of the lift, the skiers take a short hike to the edge of the resort terrain. The dangers of going backcountry are clearly spelled out. There are warning signs saying that you're leaving the resort boundary, basically proceed at your own risk. It didn't really make too much of a big deal for me because that's how I make my living is skiing in backcountry terrain. When the group reaches the top of Tunnel Creek, several skiers have second thoughts and choose to take a safer route down a different slope. They were concerned about what if. What if your idea about it being stable enough to ski isn't right? Elise is undeterred. I was probably about the fifth person to go or so. And it was really fun skiing. I was hooting and hollering the whole way down to step into a run of absolute fresh powder, only a couple of tracks around me, just felt <sighs> just, just so wonderful. After skiing the first section, I stopped where I saw the others that had skied before me. We're all looking around each other, high-fiving, you know, having a good time. I looked up and I saw this plume of smoke. What the heck? It's snow moving coming through here. At that same time, Chris Rudolph shouted, Elise, avalanche, Elise, avalanche. It immediately clicked, you need to pull the trigger on your airbag backpack. A couple seconds later, I was being pummeled so hard, I couldn't breathe. All I saw was darkness. Oh my God, this is how I'm gonna die. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. A 
group of elite skiers is caught in a colossal avalanche while descending Tunnel Creek, a 3,000-foot vertical drop in the backcountry near Stevens Pass Ski Resort in Washington State. And I saw this plume of smoke. What the heck? It's snow moving coming through here. It immediately clicked. An avalanche is happening. You need to pull the trigger on your airbag backpack. Elise is wearing a device that inflates and floats the skier to the surface of an avalanche. She pulls the cord just in time. A couple seconds later, I was being pummeled so hard. The forces were so incredible. You feel like you're just shoved into a washing machine. And you lose complete sense of what is up or down. There was no oxygen. I had no breath. You just feel completely powerless. Even though Elise has deployed her airbag, she is completely buried except for her arms and face. Once the avalanche came to a stop, it immediately cemented around me and became concrete. As an avalanche moves through terrain, it heats up the snow so that causes some melt. And then once the snow slows to a stop, it refreezes into a relatively solid mass. It is like being in a block of ice. I remember trying to dig the snow off my chest. I was trying to get the snow off around my head so I could just kind of sit up, but I couldn't. It was, oh my god, this is how I'm going to die. But I realized you're not dead, so let's do what we can to stay alive. With that in mind, I tried to just conserve my breath and energy and go with it, not fight it. Back at the resort, the word was starting to filter to the ski patrol that something had happened out of bounds in Tunnel Creek. I went back to the director cabin, and they let me know that there was a possible avalanche in Tunnel Creek. Anne's boyfriend, Chris Rudolph, is the marketing director at the resort and led the group of skiers out to Tunnel Creek earlier that morning. And every local knows all too well Tunnel Creek's history of deadly avalanches, including the one back in 1910 that killed 96 people. A train came out of the tunnel, and the rain released a very large avalanche, which then hit the train, carried it and the passengers into the creek below. At Stevens Pass, Anne desperately tries to contact Chris. I immediately called Chris's phone and sent him a text message. And I did not get any sort of response whatsoever. I talked to the ski patrol director, and he told me to just try and, and be calm and be patient, and that he would let me know what was going on as soon as he knew more. You can't be calm when you know that your person is potentially involved in the avalanche. All I wanted to know was that Chris was okay. At the avalanche debris field, skiers who had gone around Tunnel Creek have just arrived on the scene. They call 911 and switch their avalanche beacons from signaling mode to searching mode. 911, what are you putting? Hi, I'm at Stephen Pass, Resort. 
on the back side of Tunnel Creek from High Point on 7th Heaven. We have a major avalanche, and we might have three to four people missing. When the first person in our rescue party got to the scene, he saw my pink mittens sticking out and immediately came straight for me. He ripped out his shovel and started unburying me frantically. It's very hard snow. To get to a victim down just a couple feet is a very time-consuming and very strenuous process. Speed is of the essence because only 40% survive longer than about 20 to 225 minutes under the snowpack. In the hasteness of it all, the frantic feeling of needing to embarry someone, the shovel actually flew out of his hands and down the field. So he started embarrying me with his hands. And then once we got me upright, we were able to pull the shovel out of my backpack. And then we started unburying my legs. Once I was unburied, I kind of went into a little bit of a daze. I think a lot of relief that I was still alive, but it was just very mesmerizing of what had just happened. Elise suffers bumps, bruises, and scrapes, but walks away with no major injuries. My life was saved because of a device, the, the Avalanche airbag backpack. That was probably what allowed her to survive the avalanche because the airbag is supposed to help float you toward the surface so you're not completely controlled by the avalanche at the base where you're subject to the rocks and the trees. The group continues to search for buried skiers. They eventually find three more trapped under the avalanche. They all had their avalanche beacons on so they were able to be found in a relatively short time but the trauma from being pummeled were severe. I remember hearing the call over the radio. It was the police dispatcher talking to the rescue crews, started using the words buried and then CPR. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset, hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. A 200-foot-wide avalanche buries a group of expert skiers going down the Tunnel Creek backcountry ski run in Washington State. The Tongue Creek Avalanche was three feet deep by 200 feet long. So we're talking 10 to 12 million pounds of snow. Rescuers are able to dig out Elise Sogstad, who walks away with only superficial injuries. Three additional skiers are found buried in the avalanche as well. 911 emergency. Yes, we just had an avalanche and we have, we found a buried victim who's unconscious. The group takes turns doing CPR until ski patrollers arrive and take over. Back at Stevens Pass, Ann Hesburgh, girlfriend of Chris Rudolph, the organizer of the ski run, anxiously awaits further news. The ski patrol director called me into his office and I had this sinking feeling I figured it couldn't be good news. He confirmed with me that three people had passed away and that one of them was Chris. I just, I felt like I couldn't breathe and I felt like the walls were closing in. It didn't feel like it was real. I burst into tears and I just, sat there and cried. Chris Rudolph was 30 years old. Skier Jim Jack, age 46, and another member of the group were also killed in the avalanche. After a while, I realized that I needed to let Chris's family know what was going on, calling his parents. Was the hardest thing that I've ever had to do. When we arrived at the scene, we started piecing together quickly that this was much bigger than what we thought. We were all wondering, how could an avalanche happen with a group of some of the most experienced skiers on the planet? Tunnel Creek was definitely a gut check. And I really had to do a lot of reflection on what happened that day and take some ownership. That day I checked out mentally. I learned a really hard lesson that Mother Nature never checks out. The aftermath of the avalanche, we learned a number of things. One is no one is immune to danger. And we also learned to respect the mountain a little more. 
It had been a long time before anybody died there. And the hope was to keep it a long time before the next person does. Elise also becomes determined to use her experience to teach others about the dangers of avalanches. Even if you don't go and ski in the backcountry, it's really smart to be checking the avalanche forecast on a regular basis. The snowpack is constantly evolving and changing, and we need to keep up on that. And it's something that we really have to tune our brains into if we want to stay safe. It's OK to say no and it's okay to back down because at the end of the day, it's all about living another day to ski another day. Anne Hesburgh eventually left her role at Stevens Pass, but continues to ski the resort to this day. She moved into a new home in the area and now works for an environmental consulting firm. When looking back, and focuses not on the tragedy, but the spirit of Chris Rudolph. He had this zest for life. He had this innate sense of creating these deep and dynamic relationships with people and made everybody feel important when they were around him. Coming up, a mile-wide tornado annihilates a small town in the mountains. It was almost like it was a great big Lion King roar. I thought that it was just going to rip the whole building apart. I did feel like we wasn't going to make it. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. West Liberty, Kentucky, a town of about 3,400 people in the foothills of the Appalachian Mountains. West Liberty is a small town located about an hour and a half from Lexington. 
People are just nice. Everybody knows everybody, pretty much. It's a place where the word tornado is rarely spoken. You often hear in the mountains that mountains protect us from tornadoes. And downtown West Liberty has this halo of mountains that's kind of around it. Tornadoes just aren't a thing that happened. You know, we're protected. They couldn't come down in and get us. We get flooding, we get huge snowstorms, no tornadoes. Friday afternoon, March 2nd, 2012. Meteorologist Chris Bailey has been tracking a rapidly developing storm cell in the region. On that day, you had every single ingredient that was there for severe weather. You had instability. You had moisture from the Gulf of Mexico. You had winds that were changing speed. And you had the Storm Prediction Center that had put just about the entire state of Kentucky in a rare high risk for severe weather. As the supercell thunderstorm marches eastward across the state, it makes a beeline for West Liberty. With the storm now just miles away from town, Chris notices an alarming detail on the radar. You had the classic hook. You had the debris ball that was showing up on radar. And my heart sank because I knew you're only getting that debris ball if there's debris from a tornado. I'd never seen a hook like that anywhere, let alone in the mountains of eastern Kentucky. Chris immediately wants to jump on air and warn everyone in West Liberty but he can't. He's just been transferred to WKYT in Lexington from a sister news station. I was getting ready to go back to WKYT in Lexington, and that was my one day between jobs. Without the power of the airways, Chris turns his attention to social media. I have a weather blog. So that day, I decided that I'm going to devote everything I can to keeping people alert, tweeting out images of this storm, but then I'm also with my phone in the other hand, texting as many people as I can in this area saying, you gotta get to shelter now. You can't mess around. This is a dangerous storm. Chris grew up near West Liberty, and as a local knows full well that getting his message across will be no easy task. The idea that tornadoes can't hit the town is more than just a popular legend. What started this is that if you go back and look at super outbreak of April 3rd and 4th in 1974, which is considered to be the worst tornado outbreak on record. An outbreak in which nearly 150 tornadoes struck more than a dozen states, including Kentucky, resulting in 315 deaths, over 4,000 injuries, and hundreds of millions of dollars in property damage. You look at all the tornado tracks on that day, there's a donut hole without any tornadoes in eastern Kentucky. So people looked at that and said, look at what the mountains did. They protected us that day. When chances are, the mountains had nothing to do with it. Just after 5 o'clock on the western edge of town, longtime West Liberty residents, Joanne and Jimmy Henry, are at home relaxing. The house was Jimmy's mother's birthplace, which the married couple of 43 years has remodeled planning to spend the rest of their lives there. We were listening to our local TV, and they were predicting high winds and even tornadoes, but we didn't pay a lot of attention to it. <laughs> we thought it won't drop down in these high hills where we live. We had gone out on our back porch and 
We were looking at the clouds. They were sort of whirling around. It was real quiet, though. It was just real eerie. There was a bird that was, it was really chirping really loud. But I think that was God's way of telling us, you know, this isn't something that's normal. Take heed. <laughs> and then that's when we decided to go to the basement. Joanne and Jimmy quickly head downstairs and hide behind a concrete wall. 30 seconds later, a powerful tornado rips into their home. No, no, we're all right. The door flew open and the breeze started coming in and we could hear all the, the noise from the wind. We could hear the roof go off and then the whole back side of our house was gone, totally destroyed. I prayed during the whole time. A few blocks away, a neighbor catches the twister on his security cameras. One camera records the twister destroying his workshop, while another shows the roof of his neighbor's home peel right off in a plume of smoke. And just as quickly as the tornado hit, it's gone. Jimmy and Joanne are unharmed. We went outside and we looked in our backyard. When the trees were laying, I mean, it looked like toothpicks. Our carport was gone, our car and truck, they were both totaled. Our neighbor, her home was totally gone. The couple believes the storm is over and don't understand why help isn't on the way. We kept wondering, where's the rescue squads? Where's, where's the police? Where's the ambulances? They have no idea the tornado is just beginning its trail of destruction as it heads toward downtown. Shocked residents who thought a twister could never hit West Liberty film from their front yards. Oh my gosh, the first tornado I've ever seen. It's huge. Oh my gosh, look, it's touching. Oh, my God. The twister climbs right over the foothills as it barrels toward downtown West Liberty. That's a freaking tornado. You guys better hit the basement. At that moment, Dr. Clifford Smith is downtown at his family's chiropractic clinic and about to take off for the weekend. My father's residence is over top of the clinic, and I wanted to tell him bye. And he had television on, and it said a tornado was heading to West Liberty. And I said, Dad, we need to get out of here. And he just laughed, and he said, there's no tornado going to hit here. The thought of a tornado in West Liberty was inconceivable. He said, that's his house, and he's not going to leave. Not fully convinced of the tornado warning himself, Dr. Smith II heads out and begins to drive home. I looked up, and I saw this massive gray thing coming up over the hospital. And it's, it wasn't one of those deals to where it was doing this deal here. It was almost like it was a great big Lion King roar coming at you. Dr. Smith leaps out of his car and races into the basement of a nearby business. Seconds later, the tornado hits. All of a sudden, it's it was like machine guns. You could hear pop, 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 and then you would hear metal twisting and turning, and then it got quiet. 
So I'm thinking, is this thing over? The mile-wide tornado is nowhere near done. Half a mile away, Dr. Smith's office manager, Christy Helton, is still at the clinic, along with a few patients. The electricity went off, and we heard this roaring sound. So I ran to the back door. I looked out, and I saw this huge, huge just funnel cloud just twisting. It was extremely close. Probably within an eighth of a mile, I could see the building that it was coming over top of. It ripped a piece of the metal off the roof, wadded it up literally like a piece of paper, and it was coming straight towards me. I immediately started trying to get back inside the clinic, but the wind was so strong that I couldn't hardly move. No one could hear me screaming, you know, help. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. In March 2012, a tornado is ripping through West Liberty, Kentucky, a town thought by many to be protected by the Appalachian Mountains. We gotta go. Come on, guys. I'm serious. It was an EF3 tornado, so it was a, it was a mile wide. The max wind speed on it was 140 miles an hour. Christy Helton is working at a chiropractic clinic downtown when she sees the tornado coming straight toward her. I looked out and I saw this huge, huge, just funnel cloud twisting. I remember trying to get back into the clinic, but the wind was so strong that I couldn't hardly move. No one could hear me screaming, you know, help. Oh my God. 
God. It was every bit of strength that I had to pull myself back in. I grabbed my coworkers. We all were screaming, terrified. We all got into the x-ray room and we shut the door. My back was up against the wall and I could feel the concrete blocks just shaking. I thought that it was just gonna rip the whole building apart and there we would be sucked up. We were all trembling and shaking and I did feel like that we wasn't gonna make it. And I was praying, God, please, please spare our lives. God, I'm not ready to die. And then, silence. After the shaking stopped, finally, one of my coworkers spoke up and she said, I think it might be safe. The roaring has stopped. When I came out of the closet, if you looked up, you could see the sky. The roof was ripped completely off. The first thing that crossed my mind was, oh my gosh, you know, Dr. Smith's upstairs. The 81-year-old founder of the clinic was last seen in his apartment on the second floor. The second thing I thought of was, oh my goodness, my fiance. Christy's fiance, Carrie, is in the next town over and is unaware that a tornado is heading directly his way. She frantically tries to get in touch with him. But our cell phones wouldn't work. There was no power, there was no internet. And I started praying again. I said, dear God, please, please let my phone work. I finally got my phone to work. And I called him and the only words I said was get out. And I lost reception, I lost service. A few blocks away, Dr. Smith II, who rode out the tornado at a nearby business, is emerging as well. We step out and we look over the downtown area and it's like it's gone. And you're like thinking, is this real? And then the next thing that popped into my head is I gotta get back to the clinic. I'm thinking about my father. Dr. Smith races to the clinic where he finds his father stumbling around in the rubble of the building. I said, Dad, we just had a tornado. He said, I was sitting in my recliner. He said, all of a sudden, the roof popped off. He said, stuff just started flying around the room. And it, he said, it picked him up and, and threw him into a wall. It's a concrete wall. And he said, I think I broke my ribs. The elder Dr. Smith has also most likely suffered a severe concussion and in fact, is far more seriously injured than he wants to admit. I was concerned. He took such a hard lick to his head that he didn't actually realize, you know, that a tornado had hit. Suddenly, Christy's phone gets a signal. Minutes later, a call comes in from her fiance. Luckily, he made it to a friend's house where he stayed in their basement until it was over. And I guess he just knew by the tone of my voice that he he better get out. Makes me feel thankful, thankful to God that he spared my now husband's life. After leaving West Liberty, the tornado churns onward, continuing destruction across state lines. It didn't stop until it got into West Virginia. So you're talking about a tornado that was on the ground continuously for well over an hour. An 86 mile long track tornado 
is something that folks in the Plain States would be going, dang, that was a heck of a tornado. In Eastern Kentucky, going into West Virginia? Are you kidding me? It's unheard of. Back in West Liberty, as the dust begins to settle, residents of the town in the mountains who thought they were safe from a tornado look around in disbelief. I'm looking at Main Street, and I'm seeing Commercial Bank destroyed. I'm seeing all the little shops that used to be there aren't there anymore. At the Christian church, it's nothing but rubble. Debris everywhere. I remember stepping over telephone poles, rubble, pieces of houses, doors, broken glass, cars. There were people screaming. There were people crying. It was sad. It was scary. It just looked like a war zone, like you were in a different world. Nothing looked familiar. Nothing was the same. It was just um, really such an odd, eerie feeling. It's so unreal that Mother Nature can do what she can do in a matter of seconds. It's a scary thing. To look around and see the town that I grew up in, to see it torn and ripped to pieces was just heartbreaking. You know, you think, oh my gosh, how will, how will we ever come back from this? wide EF3 tornado decimates the small town of West Liberty, Kentucky in the foothills of the Appalachian Mountains on Friday, March 2nd, 2012. 81-year-old Dr. Clifford Smith Sr. was caught up in the tornado while on the second floor of his clinic. His injuries initially didn't seem serious, but now he's in critical condition. My father's getting worse. We signed to have hospice come in. Said he's not gonna be around long. I spent maybe 30 minutes with him. It's one of those times when you tell your father things that you wish you'd told him a long time ago. He was a fantastic man. The elder Dr. Smith is the sixth confirmed death in the county caused by the tornado. Another 75 people have been taken to nearby hospitals. It was the deadliest tornado outbreak in Kentucky since the super outbreak in 1974. And that death total could have been far worse without the online warnings from Chris Bailey and other weather bloggers. I've had a lot of people that say, hey, look, you kind of helped us make the determination that we needed to go to our basement. If I kept one person from getting harmed that day, then everything I did was, was worth it. As the people of West Liberty begin to survey the damage, they don't get a chance to catch their breath. On Sunday night, six inches of snow fell on top of the rubble and the debris and people that are trying to put their lives back together. What the wind and what the tornado didn't destroy, the rain and the snow did. You have people that are in winter coats that are going through what is left of their home trying to salvage something. It was like Mother Nature just added 
insult to injury. Now back on the air at WKYT, Chris heads to his hometown to cover the aftermath of the tornado and snowstorm. And Chris, I know this has got to be so difficult to look at. Yeah, it's really hard to picture this area being as hard hit as it is. Obviously, coming back today and seeing the devastation firsthand, it is truly uh, incredible. It's something you can't grasp through the lens of a camera. And until you're actually on site, that's uh, when it really hits close to home. And for me, obviously, hitting close to home for a number of reasons. You don't really know how strong you are until you're tested. The city was tested like no other on March 2nd. We united as one can't keep country folks down. A crisis response team called God's Pit Crew soon arrives in West Liberty. West Liberty Elementary is destroyed by that tornado. They had to find another school to fit these kids in to finish the school year. 25 members of God's Pit Crew, along with 100 more volunteers, spring into action. We had our little factory that had gone out. They took that building and made uh, elementary school, no problem. Classes resume just one week after the tornado, while Dr. Clifford Smith II begins to rebuild the clinic his father founded. We reopened the clinic six weeks later, and everyone that comes in, they're amazed. We're still there. We survived. Joanne and Jimmy Henry rebuild as well. We loved that house. <laughs> we didn't know where else we would rather be, so we built back on the same lot. All of West Liberty seems to share that same spirit. They say, we're going to build this back up. I think that with time, we will grow even bigger. We'll come back bigger and better. There's one more significant permanent change to West Liberty. March 2nd of 2012 was a game changer for West Liberty because now, there's no more, it can't happen here. Tornadoes, they don't care what the terrain is, they're gonna form. It's amazing how now that when these weather warning things come on, you pay attention. You listen to every single word that they say. Since the tornado, I keep alerts on my phone. I watch the weather daily. And my outlook on life is completely different. I live each day as if it's gonna be my last. When you go through a storm like that, it makes you really appreciate life more. I'm just taking it one day at a time, <laughs> counting our blessings. <laughs>